We live in a world where language and communication have become politically correct. We say bullshit. This is In the Trenches. We talk about what we want, how we want. How we want. Real and raw. From the military to veterans, society, spiritual, government, education, and everything in between, we're having real discussions about it all. Let's do this. This is In the Trenches. And now your host, Jossium. Welcome to another episode of In the Trenches. We have a a great topic today, like we always do each and every time we get on here. And today's topic is how can we call for prayer and then keep it a secret? Hey, remember, you are in the trenches, like I said before, and we say what we want, how we want, with real, raw discussion. Hey, I'm your host, Jasim, and I have my lovely, lovely co-host, Misunderstood. What up, what up, what up, world? (laughs) There you go, there you go, there you go. Hey, listen, before we get right into it, we're going to pause for a station identification for a short commercial, and when we come back, we're going to hit this hot topic And as you know, our hot topic today is how can we call for prayer and then call it a secret? I'm your host, Jasim, and my lovely co-host, Misunderstood. Well, Jasim, let me explain. How do you call for prayer and then keep it a damn secret? I just want to know. I got (laughs) to tell you how it went down. That way y'all will understand exactly what I'm talking about. Well, I'm going to a concert. They have said to me that this concert is a free concert. And oh, it's a free concert. So you don't even have to buy tickets to this concert. So anything is free. You know, you're supposed to tell the masses so that the masses can come. It's free. Oh, Why free. not? You don't mm-hmm. even have to pay for it. It's free. You sure, you sure was wasn't? You, 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 so they said it was free. Like F R E E in in every country, free. everybody understand that it was free. Free, no charge. What no charge. No charge. Okay. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> so now the place probably seats about. I want to say this stadium price seats maybe five hundred, roughly. Like you uh-huh. can say that is one of those types of stadiums. They do events there all of the time. And the okay. events be packed. Okay. And then they literally have people that sit outside the gate because it's an outside venue. So you don't have to particularly be inside to hear the music. Mm-hmm. So you can sit outside. I just want to, I'm telling you this so you can visualize how much space and room mm-hmm. it can be for prayer. Because remember, it was a prayer concert. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like a, 
like an earth, wind, and fire type concert. You understand. It was a prayer concert. Okay. How do we have a prayer concert? Okay. It's called One City, One Love. I'm giving them the shout out because I went for the first time on my birthday. Mm -hmm. But I was so offended. Why? When I realized that it was a prayer concert. And it was only one group of people there to pray. Really? One? One, like one, the Christians, the Jesus chokers. They like were the, there. Like the one where you put your finger when you're walking in and out of the church. Mm -hmm. That one. Like that, yes. I'm invisible as long as my finger is up. You can't really see me. The one. And they were excited about the night that they were about to have. I was offended because I was thinking to myself, how is it that you called for prayer? But nobody was invited. We didn't know about it. How can we pray in secret? Hmm. So, of course, you know, there's a lot of different ways that when you see things happening, you can handle it, you can talk about it, you could, you know, internalize it. However, I went straight to the man who's in charge. Like, because I want to be on your committee. Mm -hmm. Because there's no way in the world that we're going to call for another group of, like, a prayer and not tell the masses. Mm -hmm. Because you do understand that everybody prays, mm -hmm. regardless right. of your religion, regardless of what you call him, regardless of the day that you do it on, regardless of anything. Everybody has a humbling moment where they go forth That's true. in prison. That's true. So therefore, if we're having a prayer concert, it's only right that all of those types of people would be in that one particular place because mm -hmm. we are praying. Mm -hmm. That's the call that God is calling us for. Not to pray in silence. Or to, you know what I mean? We're having a prayer, we're having a prayer concert, and I ain't even invite you. Mm -hmm. Is that what I'm lost? Like I like literally, the man told me, Well, you know, it's tough outside. And a lot of times it's hard to get people's attention. I said, Well, you just answered me like man. You didn't answer me like God. Because we understand that it is hard. Everything is hard. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that we don't do is not invite you. Because right. as long as I'm not inviting you, that means that you are not invited. Mm -hmm. And you don't know that I'm doing it if I have not invited you. Mm -hmm. So for it to be called the prayer concert, that's why I said, oh, no, we're bringing this to the trenches. Because we, we got to take this down into the water. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I let them know, I'm going to let y'all live because it's my birthday. But I'm offended mm -hmm. that we sit around and try to figure out what's wrong with the world and why our kids are doing this and why why people act a nice way and why we can't get together and unite in unity about this and why we can't be on one page with this. But we can't because you call for prayer and you didn't tell nobody. You didn't even invite me. So that said to me that you only wanted the people that you wanted inside of your building so that y'all could pray. That ain't God. That's man. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's big man, right? I agree. I agree. The, so at the end of the day, the real true question is how can you call for prayer and then keep it a secret? Mm. That's a tough topic. So there was maybe a hundred 
maybe 150 people there. Now, mind you, I told you the stadium packs at least, it sits at least 500, maybe, easy. And only there about 100-some like folks there. There's like 150 people, and I'm being generous. Wow. But this was prayer. Wow. So, the reason why it's in the trenches is because if we were to really think about the concept of all of God's people humbling themselves and praying and seek his face, turn from the wicked ways. And then, right? I will heal the land. That's what he said. So as we sit here and be like, well, why is this going on? I don't understand this. Why do people die? Because you're having prayer in secret. Like one day, we're going to stop shitting on God. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah, the the sooner we can stop shitting on him, mm-hmm. he will stop shitting on us. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, everything that God has given us, has promised us, is there. That's true. I heard a word the other day that said that, you know, sometimes God is, he loves unconditionally. Mm-hmm. But those promises come with conditions. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you don't get in. So when it comes down to you having a whole establishment and you think that now y'all going to touch and agree, mm-hmm. but you didn't invite anybody. What are you touching and agreeing? I, I need to know. Like I was just sitting there blasting, but then I realized what happened, Yasin. Guess what happened? What? They only believe in Jesus that hung on the cross. They don't honor the. They don't acknowledge the Jesus that walked the earth. Because if you honored the Jesus that walked the earth, you would have had every person. Because it says go to all the nations yep. and preach this word, right? So That's if that correct. was the case, if that was the case, they would all been in there. But mm. everything was so Jesus. I said, mm-hmm. oh, I get why they didn't invite nobody. Because when you have that man made of the Jesus, I can't invite you to come from your masjid because your masjid is not going to understand what I'm talking about because your masjid is going to acknowledge the fact that Moses will. Mm-hmm. He's going to love, they're going to love on you the way Christ loves on you. Mm-hmm. But we don't even do Christ. It's all Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between Christ Jesus and Jesus because I, I realized that in the middle I said oh, okay so not only would we be not only would we be trying to invite the masses but we'd have to change the conversation because you can't have Jesus without Moses you, you understand so you can't oh, I understand you what you're saying get the wall you can't forget the 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 lesson you can't forget all of those things. And then you call for prayer. Yeah. The Israelites were, there were many different nations within the Israelites. Yeah, it was 12 tribes. And when God said, let my people go, he didn't just grabbed the one. He grabbed all 12. They, they all came out. Yeah. So when we call for prayer, we got to go back and get all 12. So everybody is accounted for. 
Yeah. That way, when we go forth in the right way, we have honored mm. exactly what God is calling us to do, not mm. just the one, mm -hmm. not the chosen tribe. Mm -hmm. you, that's like you know, you you we brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. and we having a cookout for daddy, mm -hmm. and this kid comes to the door, and he says that our daddy is his daddy. You, you ain't my daddy. Mm -hmm. You ain't my brother. You coming in here? You can't come in here. We've been together all this time. Who are you? You my brother? Mm -hmm. Oh no. So just think, put it biblically. That would be like Ishmael showing up at the party. Are we not bringing Ishmael a plate? Mm -hmm. Well, that prayer in secret is not inviting Ishmael to the party. But you know, you but you know, listening to what you're saying, it it, it also reflects something that I have learned. Um, and I don't know if you know, or, or the listeners don't even know, my grandfather was a minister and I grew up around him the old school way. And if you don't understand the old school way, the old school way is look, I'm going to tell you like it is. If it steps on your toes, oh, well, scratch your ass and be glad. But this is how it is. And it's not to please you, it's not to pamper you, it's not to baby you, it's to tell you the truth so then you can get your, your heart right. So then that way you can have a better chance of being in paradise. But what I've learned from hearing what you're saying, it sounds like people are more, people still don't know what love is. And, and what I mean by it is, you know, there's always four types of love that people don't understand. There's love for infatuation. There's love for uh, kinship. There's love for having something in common and there's unconditional love. And so because people look at the, the, the first three of the love, they still don't know how to love others. And how can you say you love God when you can't love others? Because you have to love others if you love God. So from what you're saying, it sounds like they love more of themselves, which is, uh, I call it, and I learned it from a mentor of mine, uh, Dr. Ellen, is idolatrous lust. They love the idea so much. They lust for it. And they making an idol because that's all they focusing on, but they're not focusing on the real, real problem solving. Well, that was it right there because that's exactly what happened. And I'm telling you, because they were really celebrating what they did. And I was just thinking, well, damn, the way I looked at it is it was all into the settlement. Like God is going to give you what you want. Mm -hmm. He's going to give you what you ask for. Mm -hmm. But he's also going to honor where honor is due. So if you called for prayer and didn't really invite anybody, did you really want me in the building, like as God? Mm -hmm. Were you really calling for me to come forth? Or did you want your personal people to come forth? Because you uh, really wanted your personal people to come forth. Oh, uh, was it just for showboat? That, that's what I'm saying. Like you, that was something that you could say that you did something. But my question then would be what did we really do? Because the only thing I took from it was that we had a prayer concert that nobody was invited to. Hmm. 
and you can't have praise and keep it a secret. They they don't go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus walked and healed the land. And people seen what was going on and they began to follow. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't tell them that they couldn't come because they didn't go to my church. Mm-hmm. No, he did not. Right. Like, why would you follow me? Oh, I don't know you. I go to church over here. He just spoke the word and let you decide what you want to do because he gave us the right of choice. And that is why we have a choice to this day. And then all of us, you know, a lot of times we look at things and say, I have no choice. You always got a choice. Mm-hmm. You always have a choice. You might not like your options, but you still but got a choice. What is it? You still go have a choice in mm-hmm. all of it. And then you can choose to be there or you can choose not to be there. So I was glad that I chose to be there. But I, because I definitely now know uh, from all of you that are listening, next year's concert is going to be August 18th. And I'm inviting you now because there's no such thing as having a prayer without people being invited. And like I told the people, maybe y'all don't know how to invite the people. So I'm volunteering in your group because that's the part of the group I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like I want to make a promise to my God that says that I will invite any and everybody to come and pray. That way we can actually blow that stadium out. Where we have every every seat filled and then the grass is covered too because people are just trying to pray. Mm-hmm. That's when God is going to show. That's true. Until then, he shouldn't even want to show. Well, we shouldn't want him to show because we're not. He's not coming in that manner. Mm-hmm. because we really are not together we're not ready yet like if he was to come back today or tomorrow there would be a lot of people you know that left behind you know the left, there's too many people mm-hmm. that really are playing this role like they're doing so great things and they're not doing anything at the end of the day they're doing exactly what God is telling them not to do and doing it standing up on stages like, this is it. Like, we've accomplished something. I'm telling you, my feelings was hurt. Because I was like, damn. I know that it didn't just have to be us in this room. Like, mm-hmm. we should have had Muslims. And one, you know what I'm saying? Muslims could have been in there. We could have had imams in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So everybody is represented. So that we can see what God has done. That's why, that's why he says, I am. I am that I am. Him that I am. What is that? I am. Well, what is that? I, I am that too. What's mm-hmm. that? I can be that too. That's why I am that I am is extremely important. But it had nothing to do with Jesus. And that's what we have to realize. But there's a whole generation of church that is all about, like I said, that 33-year-old Jesus that hung on the cross. They don't even talk about the fact that he walked it, talked it, and you know what I mean? They don't give mm-hmm. you 33 years of his life. They don't tell you about how he was 12 and that his parents left him. You know what I mean? They don't they don't go into that of why he had to go back to the temple so he could be about his father's business. That kind of stuff. You you understand? So the word will never go void. But damn it if I don't invite you to it. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get it? That's true. 
Like, how are you going to get it? Like, the I, I spoke to the person, first thing he said out of his mouth was, well, where are you the shepherd? Mm. I said, oh, that's your problem right there. That's exactly what I said. Oh, that's the problem right there. I'm sorry, but I shepherd, I shepherd D Black Church. So my people are on the street. We are the whosoever wills. So just my a representative of the, the 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 dynamics in my group, we would have five different religions sitting right there in the place, but we all pray. And we're waiting on a place where we can all come together. And what can we do in unity? Pray. If you don't want to do it out loud, it ain't got to be out loud. But if you're laying prostrate, you're in position. Mm-hmm. But what you cannot do is pray or call it prayer and then don't buy, invite nobody. Keep the damn thing a secret. And then stand on the news and say, I don't understand why the violence won't <laughs> stop. I don't understand why people keep getting killed. I don't understand why the children aren't communicating. I don't understand why not. When's the last time that you leaned on somebody that was on the street doing whatever they were doing? You don't even know what they were doing. You don't know what they're doing until you pull up on them. Mm. Pull up on them. Invite them to the church. Invite them to the prayer concert. You know, ain't nobody going to do that. Oh, so now we make choices for people too. Well, I got some. I I I have a thought on that. That's, Help me that, out, that, bro. Help that, me that, out. That, that 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 might be a little bit uh step on some toes and make people, you know, say hmm, na 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 na, like like you know, uh, Master P. Hey, wait up. Well, minute. from what you from what you're saying, this is this is from from my personal study, and it anyone really knows me i have uh at least eight bookshelves full of books on theology so i'm reading i'm studying i'm deep diving i don't just take people words directly but i'm deep diving into it and i've been in israel to compare everything that i've read so this is what I have concluded people do not understand the first book of the Bible. Technically, they say the first book of the Bible. And because they don't understand the first book of the Bible, they don't understand what's going on in the world. At all. At all. And you do know that the books of the Bible are crazy changed anyway, because the first book of the Bible really would have been Job. Exactly. That would have been the first one, because and that's if, the example of what God and, is really doing. And if the those that's listening, if you don't believe there is a book called Talk Through the Bible, it is a good book that will specifically tell you how the order of the books of the Bible is technically is supposed to be set up in a chronological order of what took place. If you really want to deep dive and get into it, but in Genesis, from what you saying in Genesis, why people don't understand and they do what they do and they question what's going on, Okay, okay. Misunderstood. Can I go there? 
Can I go there? I'm waiting for you to go there because that's what I said. Somebody's listening and very intently right now because they're like, what you mean? What you mean? It was this and that. And that. Because, you know, Bible churches, they know so much. Okay. They know everything. All right. Break it down. Break it okay, down. I'm finna, for... Okay. I'm going to break it down. I'm about to step on some 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 pastor's toes that's not explaining. And the members going to be looking at me crazy. They're going to be reading their Bible again. Let's look at Genesis. God made Adam, correct? But we're going to do the short version, right? Mm -hmm. So now, in the beginning, God made Adam. So he already told Adam what to do, what not to do, correct? And told him what he would be responsible of, correct? correct. So in that, that moment, people do not pay attention to what is being used for as words to describe what's going on in that time. So think about it. him communicating with God, what type of relationship that he had with God? A very good one. Thank you. It was a very good a relationship. Very good right. So that tells you right there in the beginning, our original state was to have that type of relationship with God. Point blank, no change in other scriptures. It shows that in the beginning, God wanted that type of relationship with us and back and forth. And in return, it showed what we were going to be responsible of and take care of, and he will provide. Now, he made, he made Eve from Adam, correct? So... Yeah. When he made Eve from Adam, Adam gave her the name, right? Now, this is where some people not gonna not gonna like. So God made Adam and he gave Adam his name. Correct? Mm -hmm. So God made Eve and he gave that responsibility of giving woman her name Eve, right? Right. That shows ownership and responsibility. When you name your child, guess what? That's that ownership. Like you still represent me. You're part of me. Also, God also said man should not be what? Alone. So if so, that means we are designed to be in a what? community this uh uh antisocial that's how i am that's bullcrap that's not how god designed us because he said man should not be alone and every time you go against man i mean go against god you start having problems so let's fast forward e conversating with with satan the serpent Think about it. Adam's right there. Why Adam didn't say something to Eve like, hey, stop talking to me. We find in this lesson that when we talk to somebody that's doing wrong and evil, rather than cutting them off and walking away, we still talking to them. And then we get in trouble and wonder why and how we got in trouble. 
You yeah. preaching today? Is that what you're doing? You huh. preaching right now? Hey, I, I'm just breaking it down. I'm breaking you it down. You broke that all the way down. You preaching all the way because that right there says that you stand, you stood there in the midst, and we are standing in the midst as opposed to stopping the action before it even happens because we've been called to say something and speak it because we have dominion over all of the things. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, I didn't look at, the, look at it like this. Now, she's still talking. Adam's not saying nothing. Adam's just as guilty for not saying anything. But All he's responsible. Look, just like she didn't eat the apple by herself. And he is responsible for her. And for her action, because he named her just like a mother or a father names their children and whatever they do, they're responsible. So what you're saying to me is that y'all should be believed. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I just couldn't. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. That means y'all about to have babies. Oh, no. He, he just made it worse for us in a different way. Okay. But check, but now, since Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit and they sinned, now that shows you how we say how much we love God or how much we want to be close to God, but we still chose to do the opposite of what God has told us to do. So now, because we're born in sin, everybody from a baby is a sinner because we are naturally sinners that we inherited from Adam and Eve. So because we, as his child or his children, no matter what we do, we're going to tend to always want to go to sin first and quickly because that's what we choose to do, but we still have a choice not to do. And so, because we're so hard-headed, thick-neck, then we do what we say we want to do, and what God does, he raises his hand, and okay, you think you've grown, so I'm going to let you do grown things, and when you get in trouble, you're going to call on me but guess what? People call on them, but they blame him for things that they have chosen to do. That's why people don't understand. If you really want to know why things are happening, it's because you're not understanding the first book, it's, which is Genesis, to study it and to understand we are our own problem. God has done nothing but step back and let us do what we want because we're throwing temper tantrums and those temper tantrums, God is saying, okay, I know better, but this is what you want. Here you go. There you go. Now that's yours. I'm not touching it. And when we get our ass whooped, we want to say it's his fault when it's actually our fault. I mean, that you tell me. That is the realest. That is the realest that I've heard Genesis broke down because you're right. 
Because when you think about it, the way that it all works out, you're absolutely positively right. You are absolutely <laughs> positively right. Because, damn. I know, I got you going now. Look at you. Because when you put it like, because if you put it like that, there's so many people. Okay, how do I say this? The sin was knowing. And you still did it anyway. And, and that's what, that's what is the problem still to this day. The knowing. Mm -hmm. What, what was supposed to happen was you, we were supposed to trust him. Mm -hmm. Trust me. But your love wasn't good enough. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Believe in me. Follow me. Trust me. Not rule me mm -hmm. or run me. Mm -hmm. We always want God to do these things. And God is like, well, I call I sent you there for a purpose. I, I sent you there for a, a particular purpose. I look at this, I look at that like the Israelites. When the Israelites was in Egypt and they were under oppression, mm -hmm. they called on God daily to lead the way that's how he got Moses mm -hmm. and sent Moses to mm -hmm. Pharaoh to mm -hmm. say let my people go mm -hmm. got me so you got a bunch of injustices going on about a bunch of people mm -hmm. and they were praying to get out of this situation they mm -hmm. were praying to God to get out of this situation God mm -hmm. sends the answer, mm -hmm. and now they get out. And the they turn their back they, on them. The minute that they get out, they no longer need God as the guidance. They now are back in charge. They can tell God what they need him to do. Mm -hmm. and, and we keep doing that. And to this day, how mm -hmm. many of us say that we're doing this or we're doing that well, this is my job. This is what I'm going to do. God called me to do this, but you got a plan B. Mm -hmm. Well, how is that your call and you got another fallback? Because basically, if you have the fallback, you're saying to me and everybody else that this first plan is supposed to fail because you made a fallback. Mm -hmm. Not saying that you shouldn't plan. You should not plan because, you know, no plan is a failing plan. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail. However, when you get into what God is doing, we were all sent here for a purpose. But we got to get out of our own way mm -hmm. so that we can be led to where it is that God has us to go. But we mm -hmm. all know our own direction. We know yeah. what we want to do. I got something we else. We know what we're not going to do. How about mm -hmm. that? Because that's the better one. I know what I'm not going to do, but mm -hmm. that normally is the thing that, like, that's the way we say it is the thing that you can't get rid of, mm -hmm. that thing that always fucking with you, that mm -hmm. thing that never you, you lay down and you have that thought in your mind, then you wake up and that's mm -hmm. the same thought on your mind. And you don't know anything about anything of the thing that you're talking about, but that is the thought of your mind. Mm -hmm. That's probably the purpose of why God called you to come. Mm -hmm. So now you got to get out of your way 
and let God become on top. And what did the message the other day? Okay, the man preached. The title was King Me. Now y'all remember checkers. Mm-hmm. And when you got up to the top and you would say King Me, right? What would they do? They would put a piece on top of their piece on top of your piece. Mm-hmm. But now you got the heavy weight of you are underneath the covering. Mm-hmm. And what now can you do on the board? Mm-hmm. Everything that you want to do. You can jump. You know what I mean? You could you could take many jumps. You could you could do so much more. It gives you so much more leniency. If you take the bottom and allow yourself to be king. Well, you know, they also say in the scripture, you know, you can't ter- serve two masters. And that's the problem because there's always going to be the battle of the, the flesh and the spirit. And so when you're not in the spirit, you're always acting in the flesh, thinking that you're in the spirit. That's the other problem. That's a major problem. You know. And the only I think that the only way that that really helps or works is when that person realizes that what what they're doing is not manifesting the fruit that it mm-hmm. should manifest. Mm-hmm. Like I know Antonio always says check your harvest. Mm-hmm. Check your harvest. Well, what's your harvest look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I hear what you're saying, sounds good, but check your harvest. Like, if I'm giving you an opportunity to show you something, but you think you know what you're doing, but yet you've been doing the same thing for over 20 years and got the same, no mm-hmm. no better result. Mm-hmm. For you not to take my word for it, like the other verse, that mm-hmm. means you are, you know too much. You ate the apple. You understand? You ate the apple. That's how we sit and sin. Not mm-hmm. so much of the robbing, you know, in the stealing, but it's the fact that now I know so much that I can't hear from God. Mm-hmm. I I know how this story ends, so I don't need God's help. That's the sin. Like what? I'm gonna have prayer and not invite nobody to it. That's a sin. But, it but says you, you don't do quiet touch, like closet worship or something, or whatever they they say. And you know, you're not supposed to do closet worship. You're not supposed to do it that way. Like, God is not a secret. Well, and if he's a secret, he's a lie. Well, you know, the the closet worship, you know, I don't know what it means to you, but when I think of closet worship, I'm thinking of the the Catholic church where they still put man in the middle of speaking to God when the New Testament, the veil tore, where you don't need a mediator whatsoever. So that's the way I, I want to do that one day. I want to do that one day. You know, but I do. The, I want to do that one day. I think that this. I think that the priest on the other side, he will fall out because I know God be mad. Mm-hmm. So I want to go straight to him because at the end of the day, you man might not be able to take what I'm about to give you. Yeah, because he sins just as just as much exactly. as the high priest and back back in the day. And I might mess your head up by just giving it to you. Mm-hmm. At least I know if I give it to God. It's done and it's over. You ain't got to repeat it. Like, cause see, my thing is what do they go, they go for after you? 
Mm-hmm. So you get it off your chest, and then they then they pray when you're done. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've never been in the booth. I've seen movies. Look, I've seen movies, but we know that it's it's funny. We we always base it on man, but people. The problem is we only know we can only associate you with what we know. Now. And we have to find association in order to be familiarized with it. If we can't associate it, we can't understand it. And if we can't put it in a box of some particular thing, then we can't really call it any particular thing. Mm-hmm. Because we're still, you know what I mean? But how it needs to be, mm-hmm. it needs to just be open. Free, like we said, you know, free. There's something about free that resonates great with me. It's like, wow, okay, I can be whoever I want to be and still show up. I don't have to need the money, but I'm available to come, you know, especially when we show up at the building and they say that we're just praying. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I, I I agree. And I look at it as, and maybe one day we have an episode on this. It's, I say, and I've always said this after I've learned this from my mentor and things that I've read and studied, but I use this terminology. People need a heart transplant. And what I mean, mind, body, everything. What I mean by heart transplant, the scripture says, is not what goes into the heart that's defiled, is what comes out of the heart. So we keep that in mind. It tells you how people act, what they say, what they do, whether they on medications or not on medication. It is a clear, clear sight of who and what their heart is about in the bible did you know that the heart is mentioned 826 times in the bible and there has to be a reason why it is mentioned that many times because it is so valuable why is it so valuable not only that the value of the heart is in material heart that I'm speaking about now that the scriptures talks about. See, people don't understand. They think of heart as the physical and people look at us as being a one dimensional uh, being when we are actually two dimensional. And what I mean by the one and the two, the one dimensional is people think we just a physical being but we're the two dimensions where we both physical and spiritual. Cause when, when God had, you know, you know, put the breath of life inside of Adam, he put not only the spirit in him, but he also put God's consciousness inside of Adam. So we know what's right and what's wrong. And it convicts us to not do some of the things that, is telling us not to do, but we choose to go in the wrong direction like Adam and Eve did. 
because of well, a choice. Because you know Jesus died for our sins. So we just know that if we sin, we are all right because we can ask for forgiveness today, tomorrow, That's the next true. day, two weeks from now, two mm -hmm. years from now. And 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 we'd rather resonate with that than to make the choice to do it right. That's right. Because you still, at the end of the day, you still gotta pay the piper either before you die or on the afterlife. So why take a chance on either one and just go ahead and do right, get your heart right? That's why I said we all need a heart transplant just because that immaterial heart reflects who we really are, whether we're angry. I'll give you an example. And based on your situation, I give this example that's close. When a person is an alcoholic and they go to an AA meeting, right? Okay. And then they go hang out with some folks and then they want to go drink. But then the guy said, all the female, whomever says, I can't drink because it's tempting and this and that. Well, it's a heart issue. It's never been resolved. Your, your AA meetings did not help you resolve it because it's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing which is a root cause of why you started, when you started, and what was the result of you thinking and starting, wanting to even drink, to even cross your mind that's in your heart. I want you to know you just hit a whole nother topic because at the end of the day, that's something we need to break down. No, we need to break that down because we don't even see that like that. Yeah. You know, like Antonio says, even your money, your finances are is a heart issue. Mm -hmm. Like how you, how you do, how you do it, how you show up for it. How mm -hmm. do you know anything about it? Do you care? You, like it's the, do you care? Mm -hmm. Because if it's a heart issue that, but like I said before, there, that one episode that we did, I said, there's a, there's not black and white, mm -hmm. but dead and alive, like mm -hmm. dead and alive, make the choice. Which choice do you choose? But when it comes down to, it's funny because, you know, there's always been sin in the Bible. Right. God never tried to stop it. Mm -hmm. so who are we? The one time he did stop it was when he flooded the earth. And it started all over because he was angry. There's not too many places in the scriptures where it says God was angry. It, everything was but, like he's slow to anger. But the times he was angry, he put something on you. And do you understand? He was not slow. He was not peaceful. He wasn't anything. But he made a promise that he wouldn't do it again. Not that and way. And then when we have look, and what we have done, mm -hmm. we take we took the very promise that he gave us, and then allowed the modern day Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm -hmm. To use it as their flag of glory. And we call that. What United if that States. was your promise? What what if that was how you did what you did with it? Mm -hmm. And then as you're living out, the rest of your generations are living out. That covenant is so far removed. Mm -hmm. But yet God is still trying to honor the covenant. Because mm -hmm. that's what the promise was. Mm -hmm. But because we don't know it. Just like we said before, if you don't know your history, it will repeat itself. 
Mm-hmm. And therefore, like I said, when you made that comment, because that's the only time he ever did it. Mm-hmm. And then in the book of Malachi, he let them know. And guess what? I won't do again. Mm-hmm. I won't destroy you because you are my people and I don't make no jump. Mm-hmm. So the more the sooner we realize that we are not a piece of junk because we can't be junk because God made us. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we're junk is because of the choices and things that we are choosing to do. Like the Israelites could have gotten out of the wilderness. They could have got to where they were going in 11 days. Mm-hmm. It took them 40 years of disobedience and arguing and bickering and bitching and shit to even get there for him to say, well, uh, Moses, come here. Let me let me holler at you for a second. Bro. All right. Now, I know that they all I, I had made the promise and I said that everybody was cool and we was going to do this and we was going to rock out. I'm letting you know now. I'm not. I'm not even dealing with these ten. These ones over here. These mm-hmm. regular ones that show up on show up on Sunday, do their job, don't speak to nobody on their way home, and all that. You know, they got all the prayer. They pray same prayer every week. You know, those people, the ones in the ministry and the praise team. You know, mm-hmm. they show up. They don't speak to you, but they sing. They sing to somebody's glory. It ain't my. It ain't God's glory, but it's somebody's glory. You know, all of those people. Mm-hmm. Some people ain't getting it. Look, Roosters is coming home to crook. Yeah. <laughs> when they say the rooster has crowed, it is it. It is over for you. That is what that example of it looks just like that. But all of those people mm-hmm. and all of that diligence and all them little puffed up hats you wear and all that all them suits, all them so-called good deeds you're doing, God said, um, None of them getting in. Mm-hmm. See that guy over there, though? Caleb, he different. Because he looked I'm at his heart. Land. Thank you. Because in Caleb's world, Caleb was trying to understand what it is that was going on. As opposed to the everyone else that knew. Because that's the problem. We know. Mm-hmm. And when you know, you know. And like I said, that's the apple. People think of it and they think sin, but remember the sin that it brought on was the knowledge. So mm-hmm. anything that you know too well, you kind of start wanting to back up off of. Like that was my first, that was my first, my first follow God moment mm-hmm. was I realized that anything that Adrian wanted to do, I just didn't fucking do it. If this was the thing that I said I needed to do, I knew damn well it was not God. It was all me. So I just didn't do it. I'm like, God, show me the way. But damn it, if this is my idea, I'm not doing it. Because I know it ain't yours. Because I'm not you. How about that? I can honestly <laughs> say that. You know? like, the, And that's what we need to do. God is waiting for us to be extremely honest. Because guess what? God knows you. How about he knows exactly where every single person is. He knows that Whether the, we, the hair on our heads. He so if all of that is to be said, why do we still walk around here and wonder? Mm-hmm. I heard the man ask the man asked the question yesterday. Why do you not want to get paid for your pain? Hmm. As much pain as I'm in, I I I, I would love to get the reward for my pain. But you know, you know, you know what we do? 
with this pain, this is what we do. And I'm gonna use this example. I'm, I'm taking this from my mentor because it's 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 anybody anyone on any level can understand this. We look at the engine as the heart, okay? And we look at the vehicle as the body. And you okay. driving the vehicle is the mind, okay? Okay. You got that, right? Now, say you driving along and you have a light come on. <clears throat> what do most people do when they see that light come on? The Don't check they? Angel. Yeah, that light come on. What do they, most people do? They what? First thing they do is what? They look and they ignore it and they keep going. Am I correct? For the, for, most the most part, part. for the most for the most part, part yeah. and once they keep going and that light is still on right just getting worse and worse and worse <clears throat> exactly then it gets to the point where you have to take it to the mechanic and then the mechanic is trying to figure out what caused that one thing that caused another that caused another and so on till they get to the root cause right yeah so that same concept, God always cutting your check engine light on to tell you to pull over and stop, check your heart. And when you ignore your heart and you keep driving and you have more problems, now you're so confused where you cannot figure out where, where and what happened to get you to the point because you ignored it the first time your check engine light came on. And Y'all better now, give it up for him right now. <laughs> check engine light. Come on, we going to auto zoom today. Right now. You preaching today, bro. The check engine light is on. And then you driving with a messed up heart. So your messed up heart has a messed up mind and you driving messed up. Damn, now you got now you got four flats. You know what I mean? Because you didn't get your alignment done and it done mm -hmm. shredded your tires from the inside out. Lord mm -hmm. has you better go on and make that thing an automotive deal. So everyone is doing it. Break it down just, look, you gotta break it down like that, just like you just did. And, and it's a heart might, issue. It's, it's a heart issue for each and every one. Damn. Look at that. Because a we don't check issue. it. That's and, from and that's from mental do. illness to, to how you treat people. Everything. You know, people always want to label, you know, I know it's a little bit off topic, but, you know, people want to say, People are bipolar, this and that. No, okay, that's a label. It's not a, it, that's all it is. It's just a label. Because if you look at the scripture, how many times you've seen the same symptoms in the scripture and how did Christ resolve it? And that was spiritual resolve. But you know, Christ never resolved anything. He when he, he put his hand and anything. he questioned and he asked the question. Right. Their faith, their faith, believing in what he could do. 
is what really made them well. And that then is. even when we're children, all the kids that got fixed or healed in the Bible, it came through their parents and their parents believed, like Jairus. Remember, Jairus's daughter was sick. So because of Jairus's daughter is why he reacted the way and then on the way to, you know, meet the woman with the issue of blood. And like, so it was the movement of honoring those that believe mm -hmm. and those that have faith, even the blind man. Like when he asked the blind man, well, what do you want? The blind man could have told him anything. I want to get up. I want to walk. I want to, I want, I need some money. You know what I mean? Like, I need this. I need that. I need this. But like you were just saying, all of those situations are things that I do need because of the one main situation. So when I go to the root of the main situation, then I might be all right. And what is my main situation? I'm blind. Help me see. And mm -hmm. that's what he did. He said, and your faith has made you whole because you already knew what it was that you wanted. But there's mm -hmm. so many of us that walk around and we don't know what we want. And because we, we have put so much, our, 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 our vehicle has, has so many uh, mechanical problems that we never address it. As soon as that check engine light came on, we never addressed that issue at that time, at that moment. And what people don't, you know, some may not realize <clears throat> when I was talking about, you know, the book of Genesis, if they really want to understand it, if you really look at it, God works from the inside out. Satan worked on the outside in because Satan could not attack from the directly inside coming out so that's why he used pride and lust because he can only attack from the outside and god uses the inside now you just made them the team that they are people don't understand that <laughs> but they are a team going back to the original first book of the bible mm -hmm. not genesis but mm -hmm. joe joe it starts out with God having a conversation with Satan. With Satan. And the first thing right there is only friends converse. Mm -hmm. Only people that you know you converse with. If mm -hmm. we don't know each other, we're not conversing. We might be talking. You know what I mean? It might be a dialogue. But if the word says that they were conversating, Mm -hmm. that says that that shows a friendship but then what they were conversating about is how we need to resonate because it was in the conversation that god said what are you doing no i'm just playing with you people mm -hmm. you know because he asked them straight up where where, where what are, are you, what are you, doing? you what are you doing i'm out here messing with your people like, you know, you got some of these people that walk around here like they this, that, and the other thing, but I mess with them every day and they fall for it, you know, the whole Cause night. Because they, like, they don't love you as much as they say they do. So they, I'm going to prove that they don't love you as much as they say they do. And what can what can the enemy do? If you ever, if you ever pay attention 
the only thing the enemy does is give you back what God said. Mm -hmm. And he and twisted. Make mm -hmm. And make you doubt. But God just gave it to you. So mm -hmm. if God is the man, and that is the promise and everything, and that is what I said that you were going to have, what makes you think any other different? That's true. The enemy puts it in you. Like the enemy puts that in you. Because mm -hmm. for real, for real, there should be no reason why you even feel that way because I'm God and I already gave it to you. I told mm -hmm. you you could have it. That was why you were purposed here. Mm -hmm. But how many of us get caught up in what that enemy is talking about? Mm -hmm. But I still go back to the fact that no matter what you think you're doing, it's all about knowledge. That's true. Because you end up learning something. And then because you learn something, you think you are better than this or that or whatever the situation is. And that's where that devil comes in with the pride. And God, yeah. and it states it, it, that God does not like a prideful heart because Satan had a prideful heart. And it will hurt you because at the end of the day, when you need somebody to help you, you got to humble yourself in order to get the help. And if you're walking around here like your shit don't stink, mm -hmm. And you are your own personal fertilizer. Mm -hmm. You have to be truthful about some stuff. Well, now, we, the, the truth is people pay good money for good shit. Well, and that's you, what you said. <laughs> well, you said it earlier on one of the episodes when you when you said the scripture about humble yourself and pray and seek my mm -hmm. face. So for God to even put that in scriptures to say first. You have to humble yourself. Second, if you do it, then you have to pray. And then after you pray, which is to ask for forgiveness, because now you humbled yourself because you're acknowledging how you was, was done wrong and what you were doing was wrong and you was being disobedient. Now I'm going to hear what you have to say. And then once I hear what you say, then I'm going to go ahead and bless you because now you have humbled yourself. And I like when you brought that up in the last episode, because that and is a valid obedience? point. You know, they say obedience outweighs sacrifice. Oh, yep. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that think that because they do this and they do that and they do this, they do that, they do this. It's all in their sacrifice of what they're giving and what they're doing. But you he told you to do one thing. It's funny because, you know, the Israelites came out with 613 laws. Jesus told them, if you do two, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like Moses came down with 10, the 10 off the, off the tablet. But Jesus just said two. Love your neighbor. As you love thyself. As you and, and that's the and, problem. They don't know how to love themselves. Do you understand? So, so you don't can't love you your neighbor if you don't know how to love yourself. And and understand that that is where the enemy is attacking us. Mm -hmm. In the two. Not the other six, 611. Because it's the love that is killing everything. Because mm -hmm. like I said in the last, the only, the only thing that replaces hate is love. Sin. True. True. But then they say that God is love. So if God is love, would the devil be hate? Hmm. You know what I mean? People say, well, what is hell? 
I don't really have a hell to put you into. I can tell you the hell is anywhere where God is not. Mm-hmm. That's that's an easier way to say it. It ain't it got is. to be hot. It ain't got to be hot, but damn it, if he's not with you and you're by yourself, you are in hell. Mm-hmm. You will feel it. It feels like hell. Mm-hmm. When all the shit is falling on you, and that's because when you look around, you ask yourself, where is God? Mm-hmm. How far is God away from me in this situation? But then that goes back to like the king me or, you know, what is the footprints in the sand? You know, mm-hmm. like, wait, there was four sets of prints, but now there's only two. You know, mm-hmm. there was only one set. And then he says, oh, that was the time when it got heavy and I was carrying. It's beautiful. Like, you know, so if you don't know what the footprints is, you probably got one hanging on your wall. You know, never even read it. You never went and read it. Or oh, even comprehended. You just read it, but then deeming process the meaning behind it right but when we start to process it we realize how lucky we are because mm-hmm. it's all it's all in the chosen mm-hmm. and you've been chosen you've been purposed and we've been called that's it mm-hmm finances and everything else, all this other stuff falls into place when you do exactly what God is calling you to do. Why? Mm-hmm. How can I say that? Because everything you need, everything you want is going to go in that way, especially if you're in your purpose. Mm-hmm. And guess the last thing that you're going to do is you're going to enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. And guess what you would never do? Keep this shit a secret. It won't happen. When God is good to you, you're supposed to shout it from the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Let everybody know. Just in case you don't know God, I'm the representative right now, and I'm telling you, God has blessed my socks off. Mm-hmm. Because we have allowed Satan on this topic. And this is a great topic that, that, that you came up with. We have allowed Satan to to change God's administration, uh, twisted it to what it is now. Like and that. so it, it it's allowing a lot of confusion to take place because most of us are not understanding or not reading or don't want to read. This is the topic. We need to, we need to make that a whole topic. That needs to be another episode. This- <laughs> That needs to be an episode because at the end of the day, there's a lot of different situations and scenarios that we go through mm-hmm. that we are failing because of the fact that we're just not equipped in our minds to put it together in the right way. Like to start off in the winning, like to start off in the winning box. Like, and what you just said, like you can you can break that down into six different categories from like parenting. Oh, most to, definitely. Yeah, like everything. That's what I'm saying. Oh my God, we got to talk about that. Because I'm just tired of seeing people in the defeated, in this defeated state. Yeah, I am too. You know, evil is always going to be around us. Of course. Evil is always going to be there. Just like when the when the spies went to go look at Canaan, the and and they came back, and the report was that there were monsters over there. Mm-hmm. Well, who the care? Who the hell cares about the monsters? He mm-hmm. didn't send you over there to find monsters, mm-hmm. you know. 
Like he didn't send you to find the monsters. He he's he sent you to inspect the land. That's it. Like I'm already giving it to you. So obviously, if I'm giving it to you and it's got monsters in it, the monsters I've obviously come with the land because this is and, your land. And I'm gonna take care of it because I'm giving it to you. I do you understand? And then we're trying to figure out why we got a water shortage, why we doing through this, why we going through that. And but it says that I'm giving you this land and I want you to take care of it. Mm -hmm. Just like I'm giving you dominion over all of these creatures. But people kill bugs every day, every chance they get. They go far away. Like I was just having a conversation about a fly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, fly in my eye. Yeah, that's something that I might, I might swat you. A fly flying around, just living like you're flying. Okay, if I can open the window and allow you to fly out, that's even better. But mm -hmm. there's so many different ways and scenarios that I will take care of you, that living creature that God has given me dominion over, as opposed to just going out to seek out to, to splat you on the wall. He gave you power over it. Mm -hmm. Like I was, I, I speak to animals. I don't know, y'all. I do get a check, but I get a check. It comes. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But I speak to animals. And the blessing of it is, I guess you don't know that you can speak to an animal mm -hmm. until you actually have the moment to speak to the animal. Mm -hmm. How many of us won't speak to the animal because that's just not where we are? But mm -hmm. then we go back to that thing about that knowledge. When you know, when you know so much, you won't do it because you know too much, mm -hmm. and because you know that was the sin. Mm -hmm. He gave us rule and dominion over all things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when I see cats and I see dogs, I speak to them because I want them to acknowledge me as the authority that I am. Mm -hmm. So if I say you got to go to another room, and you see a cat. Or the dog get up out the room and go sit in another one. We supposed to just let that live. You understand? Because yeah, that's I, what it means yeah. to have authority and dominion over those things. We ain't got to kill them. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about we we have authority over them because if if you like, I say if you go back to Genesis. Adam, he allowed Adam to name the animals, which is a symbol of God showing him that he has dominion over these animals that he have given the names to, just like he gave name to Eve. So people are not understanding and grasping that, just like they're not understanding the fact that, I bet you this, oh, I'm not really bet, uh, but think of it in this way. God made heaven and earth seven days, right? But in the process. It was six days, right? It was huh? six days. He rests on the six seven, days, right? right? He rests on the seventh, right? <laughs> but every time, each day was different that was created. But how did he create it? He created by what? Words, right? And it okay. formed, correct? God is all powerful, correct? Yeah. So if he's all powerful, people are not realizing God do things to show us an example before Christ came 
of how we need to be. So if he's all powerful and he spoke and things was created, then technically he didn't need six days. He could have said it all in one day and everything would have been created. Why did he do it for six days? And then he rested. God never rests, but he rested on the seventh day to show us what we need to be. What working out there doing our, what we need to do. And when we do rest, we rest that one day out of the seven days. And that was an, that's an example. Got, Oh, look, got you thinking, don't you? The man is good, y'all. The man is good. We're gonna have to at least do one uh, at least one one a month of you in the Bible. In the trenches in the word. Like we gotta take the trenches to the word real quick. Because no, because the word of God is a beautiful place to be because you learn so much about who you are, you uh-huh. learn about who the next man is. Mm-hmm. And you understand what it was that you've actually been called here for. Mm-hmm. And then how you work and coincide with other people that have been called for a certain particular thing. And mm-hmm. then that way, when everybody becomes who they are, that's why they say the body of Christ, Correct. you know, it's not one body. It's a many parts of, mm-hmm. of one body. Exactly. So is my weakness. And, you know, but if you ever seen the body, where the foot is trying to be the neck. It doesn't work. It ain't working. And every body part has its own special duty. And that's it. And they work together to make everything functional correctly. So but, therefore, tonight's whole topic of how can you call for prayer and keep it a secret? Oh, yeah. The answer is you can't. You shouldn't, and we will never, ever, 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 if I got anything to do with it, happen like that again. Well, you heard because it. God send all the people into the nations, right? Mm-hmm. And then what is it? Go into the nations and share this news. Mm-hmm. So if we got the news in the nations, that means when we next time call for prayer, those nations will show up. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it. You heard it from misunderstood here in in the trenches on the on a real great topic on how can we call for prayer and then keep it a secret. Why are you keeping it a secret? Be proud of who and what you are. You know, so I'm going to leave, like always, the last wisdom of words from misunderstood before we check out of here. What you got for them? The only thing I can say is everything that goes on in the dark must come out in the light. If you shine the light, your shadow will never overpower you. So what you want to do is lead and stay in the light. But as you are shining the light and leading others to the light, Mm -hmm. don't ever think that you're doing it by yourself 
or alone. You need the group. If you ever call for prayer, it only says when two or more are gathered, he is in the midst. That is true. But when we say that we're calling for prayer, you just can't have one one group in there talking about that's what we're praying about. It's too mm-hmm. many. It's too many people with too many different associations of how they want to do the God of that, that whatever it is, however, whatever. I can't tell you that you're wrong because as long as you're doing something, mm-hmm. I need to honor it as prayer because I know what happens when I pray. So what I do when I pray is what you don't do when you pray, but you're praying. We should get the same results. So please, one love, one, it was one city, one love. So if you were in the Philadelphia area or you know anything about it, please make sure that August 18th of next year, we will be in the building because the next time that somebody calls for prayer, it cannot, will not, shall not be a secret. All right. All right. You heard it. Like I say, this is welcome for listening to In the Trenches. And leave, we want you to all leave, like, or leave, leave a message or a comment. If there's something that, that's on your mind that you're afraid to talk about, but guess what? In the trenches, we ain't afraid of nothing and no one except for the man upstairs. So leave a contact information on how we can reach out to you. We will have in our transcript, our information to reach us. Also too, check out our website at inthetrencherspodcast.com where you will see now, you will see all our store, our store with all our apparels and things of that nature. So you can represent in the trenches and look good while you're out there. And also check out our Patreon Hey, listen, a patron is this donation where a portion of our donation is going to Heroes to Heroes Foundation that help combat veterans with PTSD and also I am an industry LLC as well that goes out into community service for the young generation of tomorrow. So, hey, this is your host, Jasim, and my co-host, who? Misunderstood. All right, then. We check you out on the next episode, people. You've been listening to In the Trenches. Real, raw, plain speak without all the political correctness. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, reach out to TS and F Consultant and Management on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. So long for now from In the Trenches.